Good morning, people of the world. Afternoon or evening, doesn't really matter. My name is Dylan Loads, and welcome back to The Stats. Today is Wednesday, October 16th, 2019. We have a lot of news to cover, especially with the NFL, big trade news. We're also going to review whatever happened with the Monday Night Football game. And we're also going to preview this uh, Thursday night football game, Kansas City against Denver. And we also have a lot of baseball news, some signings, a lot of stuff about the Angels, actually. And one team punching their ticket into the World Series. So today, we're right now, we're just going to start with the Monday night preview. I don't even want know what was going through the referees heads as they were officiating that game first off uh, Detroit another strong performance I think a lot of teams a lot of people a lot of experts definitely slept on them Uh, all the games they played were competitive even though at some points they were tripping over themselves I mean take a look at week one against the Cardinals they ended up tying the game when they could have easily won it you also had the game against the Chargers where uh, they were basically keeping it close for the entire time and the Chargers just couldn't capitalize Uh, this week you saw them uh, go off to a very strong start got to the red zone got near the goal line You don't see them capitalizing on the opportunities, though. Uh, They come out with multiple field goals and one touchdown with three red zone drives. Uh, Definitely a problem with the team. Can definitely say that. But when it came to the second half, there is one thing you can blame on the outcome of the game. And that is the referees. I saw 10 plus missed calls or faint calls, just bad calls in general, especially with Trey Flowers getting treated probably worse than Clay Matthews has ever done because he got called with two illegal hands to the face when majority was on the shoulder pads and on the chest. The first one, you could kind of see faint uh, if you take account the uh, referee's angles. Uh, They see the head kind of flinch back a little bit. And you see potentially a little nick on uh, on the face mask. Other than that, there wasn't really anything there. But the second one was just full full blown bad call. I don't even know what they're seeing. Now, I do see why uh, experts and fans, especially of the Packers, are saying that uh, they shouldn't have blown the lead in the first place. I mean, they did have a 13-0 lead. Could have easily been 21-0 if they actually capitalized on on all their opportunities. Uh, They were up by 9 before a lot of the calls... uh, were put into place that kind of screwed over the Lions 
But I look at this game in the same boat, or yeah, kind of as the same way as the uh, NFC Championship game, where yes, uh, they don't really deserve the win, but they were there nonetheless. And that one call directly affected the outcome of the game. Uh, if that second uh, legal hands to the face uh, call wasn't called, uh, yes, the uh, Packers would have kicked the field goal, but that still gives li- uh, that still gives the Lions some time uh, to try to fight back, get into field goal range. That offense was looking really good, despite being a bit shoddy at some points. And because of that, they were able to run out the clock and kick a chip shot to win it, uh, giving the Lions no opportunity to really uh, come back. That call single-handedly changed the face of the division, actually, because the Lions uh, coming in were 2-1-1. One, and one. Uh, They did have the bye week uh, the week prior. But uh, they could have been first place because they were the only team with one win. And that's how the division uh, lineup would work. But because of that loss, they are put immediately to last place. That game changed the face of a tough division, having the Lions be on top and made it so that the Lions are on the bottom. Uh, remember, the Packers who faced the Lions obviously won the game. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings did win their game against Philadelphia. Uh, kind of shocker, actually, because we know how Kirk Cousins is against good teams. But it turns out that the Eagles are a relatively weak team because of injuries. And the Bears, the Bears are still 3-2. and two. And they still have a very nasty defense. And they're going to be in it till the very end. So, in a very tough division, the Lions now dropped all the way down because of bad refereeing. Of course, this isn't the first game that had this happen. I mean, uh, bad refereeing is... One of the biggest problems in the NFL today. But this game was absolutely brutal. And here's the thing. The Packers were also playing weak as well. Uh, if you watched the game. Uh, yes, they did lose. Uh, they did lose a lot of their receiving core. But they wasted a whole bunch of opportunities. Jimmy Graham couldn't catch anything to save his life uh Aaron Jones had a very nice looking ball thrown at him where he just completely dropped it reckon he's not a receiving back by any imagination but even I could have caught that and I'm not the most athletic I do have decent hands and and I can't really get up that high to jump if I could do that, Aaron Jones could catch a ball that's basically dropped into him 
like basically handed in on a silver platter and he messes up uh the packers uh receiving core is relatively weak especially with Devonte adams uh still out with that turf toe issue uh reckon their receivers are somewhat decent outside of that but scantling you're not really seeing much of him plus he had a he had a little scare there geronimo allison also got a little injury during that game they had to trust basically their fourth fifth and i'm not even sure if they have a six string receiver they well they were definitely throwing to whoever could catch a ball uh and the defense i say good job on holding the lions to two field goals in the red zone especially with what could have happened the game would have been an instantaneous blowout if that defense didn't play well especially in the red zone but i that game was a pretty good game regardless of the rough ball but it just gets extremely ruined by said rough ball uh next up we have a lot of trade news going on uh, especially with the los angeles rams who moved on from one corner and acquired another uh first first akib talib was placed on ir yesterday uh he had a pretty bad injury uh next up the Ravens and the Rams do a deal. Uh, Kenny Young, an inside linebacker, actually a pretty good piece and could make a good impact with the Rams for Marcus Peters, who was a big-time acquisition. That didn't really pan out. Uh, it could be something with the system, something that Marcus Peters... Uh, is somewhat like he is a system corner i would say uh he knows one thing very well and not really another thing but now without a corner what what are they gonna do well they spent big in an all-or-nothing move on jalen ramsey jalen ramsey was dubbed the best corner uh some people have their opinions on it some think it's the new england corner uh stefan gilmore xavier rhodes was in that conversation for a bit but jalen ramsey has a lot of talent uh definitely the most talented corner out of the bunch uh, he can play man and zone which is something that that the rams do often uh have a nice mix of both uh, even though they don't really have a second corner as of now, the Rams are still a really strong defense, uh, strengthening the linebacker core with Kenny Young and also getting arguably the best corner in the league. Uh, if you're not aware, uh, Jalen Ramsey uh, and the Jaguars kind of had a dispute first after... Uh, after contract negotiations, the uh, the Jaguars 
don't really have money to throw around because they're paying almost everyone else on defense. And also got a couple of offensive linemen. Uh, that has been a problem with them for the past two years. Uh, dating back to the offseason 2018. Uh, they have a lot of money thrown at people like Clyde Campbell, A.J. Bouye, Miles Jack, Telvin Smith, who isn't even playing for the team uh, due to uh, him needing to take a break. The team overall uh, definitely gained something because uh, uh, with the way Minshew's been looking at, he's been having rookie woes for the past few weeks. Uh, you guys will get Nick Foles back relatively soon. Uh, but that offense is looking kind of weak. You have a very inconsistent running back in Leonard Fournette. Uh, you have a decent bit of receivers in DJ Chark, who has uh, come into his own. Uh, someone I personally liked during the draft process a couple years ago. Uh, I had a second round grade on him. And he's now showing to be a really good receiver. Uh, D.D. Westbrook, who's alright. Uh, definitely, uh, definitely a good player, but nothing more. Uh, the offensive line uh, outside of the two big guys that you have in Linder and Norwell, uh, there isn't really anything else there. You can definitely use the uh, one draft pick this year and next year to start building up uh, what you have. So I think, I think it's a win-win. The Rams now added another amazing piece to that defense. Uh, you have you have the uh, Ravens getting a corner. Reckon their defense has been looking pretty weak against talented opposition. Uh, they're kind of hoping uh, that that the acquisition of Peters will help, which I definitely think it will with that defense. Uh, the team overall is good for the Ravens. That defense uh, definitely had a lot of changes. Definitely missing a very high-quality middle linebacker. Uh, Mosley going to the Jets uh, during the offseason. Uh, they're also lacking some some efficient pass rush like they had. Uh, like Unlike uh, what they had last year, uh, they did lose Azaria Smith to free agency they lost a lot of pieces to free agency they're trying to kind of mesh well uh but the ravens i definitely think made a good move even though there's even more vacancy in the middle linebacker spot or the inside linebacker spot whatever you want to call it uh they definitely do have an influx of corners i will definitely say that uh but the ravens they're trying to mix it up it's and it's a pretty good uh, move by them. And then you have the Jaguars who will hopefully build a better offense through the picks that they got. Uh, should be a late first rounder, but luckily this year seems to be a very talented offensive crop. Uh, the receivers should be world class. Uh, 
you're getting vibes of 2014 out of them, which you know had a lot of star power in that class. Uh, there's also some quarterback uh, there, even though you probably don't need it, especially with Nick Foles and Gardner Minshew. Uh, the running backs seem to be a very deep class of quality talent. Uh, I hadn't seen anything like too high end. Like these guys are gonna be like the best running back in the league at one point. But you definitely do see a lot of quality there. Uh, the offensive tackles are looking better compared to uh, previous years. Last year being an exception uh, because you have a lot of quality guys there that could potentially grow to be extremely fine pieces on an offensive line. Uh, but yeah, everyone kind of won in uh, in first glance. Of course, we're going to have to see how things play out. Uh, Jalen Ramsey did also uh, not play for the past few weeks, uh, having some sort of injury, which we don't know, which is probably something like, I'm not playing for this franchise anymore, and also had a little bit of a scapegoat with that, with the uh, birth of uh, his child. Uh, but honestly, I think if there has to be one true winner, it would have to be the Rams. Because they have been looking relatively weak, especially with losing to what was supposed to be like their younger brother this year in the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers, of course, being 5-0 and and now looking like a legitimate threat. Even though, in my opinion, they've played a pretty clumsy offense. Uh, yes, the offense is good, but sometimes they make a lot of mistakes. That defense, though is absolutely legit. Uh, but the Rams kind of needed that uh, talent boost, especially after losing Tlaib, uh to the IR, which should be out for almost the remainder of the regular season. And, of course, trading Peters for an inside linebacker. Uh, the Rams definitely won the trade now. Uh, when you're dealing with picks with uh, Jacksonville, in Jacksonville's case, you're kind of you're kind of waiting a few years just to see what comes up. Especially, uh, it's like it's like with the uh, MLB and its minor league for one big major leaguer uh, trade. Uh, because you don't know what the picks are going to be. You don't know what the prospects are going to be. Or you never truly know. Uh, other than that, uh, we do have some tiny bit of news along the lines of uh, of just other football stuff. Uh, Osweiler is officially retiring from the NFL. Uh he was the backup to Peyton Manning at one point. Didn't really succeed there and has been a journeyman ever since. Uh, Jalen Ramsey is overjoyed to play with the Rams. Obviously, he got moved from a team that isn't really that great right now to what could be a Super Bowl contender. Uh, 
the GM uh, John Dorsey is committed or still committed to Freddie Kitchens. So we're not going to expect a firing this year. It looks like uh, Freddie Kitchens has been severely underperforming and making a whole bunch of bad calls for the Browns. There's a reason why they're they're not really succeeding as they are. Uh, Baker Mayfield also looking not really great as well. A lot of interceptions throughout six weeks, which is definitely a bad sign. Uh, speaking of the Browns, more of the shame and sadness uh, ensues because Miles Garrett, who's arguably one of the nicest people in the NFL, got punched in the face uh, whilst taking picture or whilst taking a picture with a fan by that same fan. I don't know why you would have to punch Miles Garrett. It could have been anyone else on the Browns if you wanted to punch him. Miles Garrett has been doing everything right, and he's a genuine nice guy, so I don't know why anyone would would do such a thing, especially to Garrett. I don't condone anyone punching anyone famous, especially if they're an athlete. But did it have to be Garrett that you have to punch? And finally... Uh, more on the Mariota, uh, Mariota news. He will be benched this week as well. Uh, of course, he's been severely underperforming, and the uh, and the performance that he had last week got him benched for Ryan Tannehill, who's another very iffy quarterback. Uh, next up, we go to the MLB. There is a lot to take in here. Uh, but the big thing here, the Nationals make it to their first ever World Series. Uh, of course, this has been a team that had a lot of woes, uh, especially dealing with the past with the Expos, uh, how they played at Olympic Stadium for God knows how long, and that park being extremely rough. Uh, them being true contenders... But baseball having a strike in 94. And now you have the current... Uh, or what was the 2010s woes where they did rebuild quite nicely. But they lost a generational talent in Harper. Uh, they didn't even win a playoff series, I'm pretty sure. And they had a lot of talent that they wasted throughout. But they finally did it this year. They have swept the uh, competition, which is the Cardinals, who just couldn't find any sign of offense uh, in the CS. Uh, them winning, I'm pretty sure, 7-1. to one. And although I am a Mets fan, and I want to see them lose the World Series because I don't want to see uh, anyone in my division win it, but I gotta commend them for the effort. Or I was wrong about the uh, score. It was seven to four. Uh, I forgot the Cardinals scored a couple runs. Uh, but really, Washington has played a very strong game. 
that bullpen is still iffy, especially uh, with looking at uh, what happened in the fifth inning. Uh, they did also have a pretty uh, rough outing trying to get out and actually win the game. Uh, but yeah, the offense has been lights out. Uh, Juan Soto is becoming a pretty much superstar uh, leading this team. Rendon with his MVP ways. Uh, and your pitching has been going lights out starting. I mean, Corbin had 12 strikeouts uh, in five innings. Reckon let up four runs. Uh, they did uh, yank him out. Uh, you had Scherzer who was pitching lights out. You had a strong outing with Anibal Sanchez. And your bullpen is looking better, but it's still a very rough squad. Uh, as for the Cardinals, nothing just showed up for them. Uh, besides a couple outings uh, here and there by starting pitching, uh, they just got completely rocked. Uh, their hitting didn't really turn on till now uh, with their four-run... Uh, game coming off of uh, a strong fifth inning against Corbin unfortunately though the Cardinals just didn't have enough in the tank they blew they basically blew all their offensive uh, power into game five of the NLDS against the Braves that's how I looked at it uh, the Braves could have easily won that series uh, but then the Cardinals put up 10 runs in the first inning of game 5 and then they just couldn't get anything done here of course they did have some injury uh, some injuries happened to them hell they played Jose Martinez who's been a pretty inefficient fielder uh, like in uh, in the outfield which isn't really the best thing for them. Uh, Paul DeYoung did not do anything. Uh, Yadier Molina did also have, uh, did also get hit by a pitch. Uh, started limping. I'm pretty sure he stayed in the game though. Uh, overall, that doesn't really matter because the Nationals have made it. Uh, they have their chance to break uh, what has been basically. A legacy of just a whole bunch of uh, trash being thrown their way and finally I want to cover some of the uh, angels news uh, there has been two things uh, one with the uh, Tyler Skaggs death uh, apparently being linked uh, with players uh, knowing that he had or that Tyler Skaggs had some sort of addiction to I'm pretty sure oxycodone uh, there have been six players uh, kind of interviewed by the DEA uh, one of them being Matt Harvey who just got there this year uh, as for the other five I don't have the list on me but there could be a lot of problems uh, coming in the way of the Angels because if it comes out that the Angels knew what was going on, that is a huge black eye 
for the organization. And honestly, I would I would hate the Angels if they were to do that. Like if they were to do that willingly or knowing that uh, Skaggs had the overdose, then try to help him or anything of the matter. Uh, but there is more news that came out, uh, according with their uh, uh, managerial spot, which is fake or which was vacant until uh, Joe Madden, the former Cubs uh, manager, has signed a huge deal with the Angels, uh, being around the twelve fifteen million mark for three years. Uh, Madden was a very successful manager. Uh, the did break the curse of the Billy Goat uh, and got the Cubs their first World Series. Uh, but this year and last year, uh, you could kind of see you can kind of see signs that he doesn't really know uh, what he was doing half the time. He made a lot of bad calls, and hell. Uh, his World Series win was kind of in spite of him because he kept abusing the arm of Aroldis Chapman uh, for basically that late half of the series. Uh, for Madden, I'm not sure how he's going to fare with the Angels. They don't really have a lot of talent besides Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, along with other guys sprinkled in uh, here and there. But if there's one thing Madden can do is lead a uh, successful uh, regular season. Well, minus last year or this year. This year was kind of very rough for them. Uh, he's also now not really to put in 100% effort or get like the guys motivated. So I'm not exactly sure how things are going to work out with the Angels. Uh, they don't really have talent to uh, make the postseason, barring any offseason moves. But this is something just to note a little bit with uh, with the uh, Angels. Uh, now they got a manager. They got a highly renowned manager, despite having a lot of flaws. And there is some sense of hope given to the Angels the fact that they got a uh, well-known manager. Uh, that is that is one of the last things we have to cover. Finally, uh, there is one more bit of news that uh, came out. Uh, with the current weather events, uh, the Yankee game against the uh, Houston Astros, Game 4 of the ALCS, is being postponed. As for the time it's coming back, I don't really know uh, right now. Uh, but Houston Astros did win yesterday, taking a game away, as the Yankees did uh, in Game or in the uh, Game 1 and 2. Uh, they did win 4-1. Uh, the Yankees are looking to be relatively uh, weak pitching-wise. Uh, Severino did only go four innings, left two runs. Uh, but there's one thing you should never doubt 
and that is the Yankees. Their offense could just go off for the rest of the way. Uh, but their offense now, or according to the last game, didn't really go off. Uh, five hits, uh, one hit, or uh, their only run coming from Glaber Torres, who's been going lights out in the uh, postseason. Good sign, Yankees fans. Good sign. Uh, but the Astros just overall just destroyed uh, the pitching. Uh, but as for the rest of the series, I don't really know what's what's going to happen here. Uh, both teams are very strong. I could see it go either way. But the Yankees are a bit on the hot seat, being down one and could easily lose the fourth game of the series, making it only uh, making it a three-one series lead for Houston. And also one last thing to note, uh, just in general, since the uh, Nationals did finish uh, their series a lot earlier than than the uh, ALCS competitors. Uh, there is some worry about the Nationals. Yes, they are being well-rested, but what if they lose that hot streak during the break? Uh, that, I don't really know what's going to go on there. But like I said, uh, a little bit of team bias, I hope the Nationals do lose the game or do lose the World Series and I don't, I don't even care who wins, whether that being the Yankees or Astros. Both teams are extremely deserving. And the National, I'm not saying the Nationals aren't deserving. I mean, at this point, you did beat the Juggernaut team in the NL. So I think you definitely do deserve it out of all the uh, NL uh, competitors. But as a Mets fan, don't win. Just don't win at all. Uh, that is going to do it uh, for us today. My name is Dylan Lodes. Uh, we'll be back on tomorrow uh, as we cover more news and the preview for the, or more of a in-depth preview of the Thursday night football game. Uh, my name is Dylan Lodes. I'm signing off. Have a great evening and see you later.